Okay, I'm obsessed with Audible because it lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. And with female writers and heroines, celebrity narration, multicast productions, Audible has you covered for every type of excitement that you're looking for, including true crime and mystery. And I know all of you love that too. For example, right now, I'm listening to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. That's audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. Hi, this is Kate Casey. You're listening to Real Life with Kate Casey. I'm here with my very good friend, Heather McDonald. Hello. I'm thrilled that this is our first show. And Heather and I met uh, about a year ago. I came to her show and we became friends because she was kind enough to read one of my recaps. Yes. And we found I found that she was a mutual friend of... A savant, a savant quality that we both have is that we have a, an insane recall for trivia about reality stars. Yes, it's yes. A, a savant way is a nice way of yeah, saying it. It's yeah, nice, like yeah. A, yeah, definitely like a specialty brain thing, like not a normal thing, right? But an no. enjoyable yes. personality quirk. Yes, and you also enjoy reality television shows just like I do. I do. I've I've liked them from the very beginning, from the moment I I. I remember where I was when I first saw um, the MTV reality show. The real world? The real world. Oh, yes. absolutely. I would just watch at back-to-back episodes of that show. And I always wanted to apply, but I felt I was pretty co- uh, confident that I would be great on camera. But my only concern was that I didn't have a hot tub body. And I think that's a really important quality if you're on a show. Absolutely. If you're on yeah. a reality show anywhere in the Bachelor world mm-hmm. or the MTV world, um you have to really look good in a bikini. You have to Absolutely. have... It's not even just being thin. You've got to have this kind of skin that where you can sit on the edge of a jacuzzi and not have a roll. Absolutely. Yes. Do you remember there was one heavier uh, bachelorette? The bachelorette? She was, was a bachelorette? Well, let me just explain. Okay. Well, she was, you know, she... Uh, well, obviously everybody comes from... So she was on The Bachelor. Then she was a bachelorette. If I stump you, I'm going to die. She was a bachelorette. She was a model, but she was like a little bit bigger. Emily Maynard? No. She was brunette. She had a bob. She was one of the only um, bachelorette people that wore one-piece bathing suits. Her name was Monica. And she wore a long sarong with her one-piece bathing suit. Yes. She was incredibly boring. Yes. She lived in Marina Del Rey. Correct. She got engaged to a guy from Brazil. He was Brazilian. They broke up, obviously. They broke up. It didn't last. And she became an alcoholic. I remember this. Yes, of course. She became an alcoholic later on and then did like a People article about how she recovered. Yes. And um, again, it was always, by far, was probably, possibly a size eight, which is pretty shocking for The Bachelor. Mm, Well, uh, then the alcohol didn't help that either. And you know who also became an alcoholic due to being on The Bachelor shows? is um, Jerry O'Connell's brother. Yeah, but wasn't he an alcoholic before that? Well, he drank on the show and it didn't help. Well, I don't think so. But I enjoyed his season. I thought he was funny. Whatever happened to him? Mm, I don't know. It didn't work out with the nurse. They did get back together for a couple of years after the show. They broke up, got back together, and then they broke up. 
But I don't know. I enjoyed him. I liked him. I had a, a lunch with Jerry O'Connell. Um, oh, you did. He, I think you remember telling me when that. he was he was doing a talk show looking for hosts and it didn't go. But I did get a nice uh, meal out of it at Peddler's Fork in Calabasas, and I asked him about him. Yeah, and yeah, he said that just that. I mean, I don't know if this is secret or whatever. Who cares? I think like right after the season ended, like he literally went to rehab. The oh, brother. Okay, that's sad. Well. He got to be on TV. <laughs> I know, but you really want to stretch it out a couple weeks. So he kind of blew that press time. No, when the show ended, you have to not see your girlfriend anyway. It's the perfect time to go oh, to Oh, you're saying rehab. before the reveal of who he chose. Yes. Oh, well, that was ideal then. That's so actually he, totally Yeah, ideal. so then he got out before. Oh, that's, that's great. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him. Absolutely. And did you, speaking of... Um, reality shows are you into the rehab ones no i find it depressing they are a little depressing i I, yeah it's a little bit of a bummer however i was just in malibu and we went by one of these houses that is now a rehab place yeah and it's seventy five thousand dollars a month okay to stay there if there's one thing i know for a fact living in orange county it's that you can make a killing owning rehab houses Really? Oh my gosh! You buy this you is know, on Broad Beach in Malibu. I mean, this is like oh, well, this must be like a at least like a twelve million dollar home to begin with. But then they charge a patient crazy right. money. They get it like a yoga specialist. They get their own suite. It's insane what they will charge at a rehab center. So that's what people in Orange County do. They like redo houses and then they charge you like five thousand dollars for a week or maybe even a night and what is the pot what is the thing to be in such a beautiful place you wake up and you look at the ocean and you're like i can't believe i'm not enjoying life more by doing drugs i'll never do them again yeah see i think it's a di- i think then you get out and you're like even now more you're not depressed. at this beautiful place but and that's how they get to- the money I know, they go I back i don't believe though that that re i think the real rehab should be that you're like Living in Skid Row. And, yeah, not Skid Row, but like, you know, sh- nothing fancy. You have to do chores. <laughs> you have to, like, you know, get out into the community. You have to make up your own bed. You yeah. have to. So then you're. So then when you get out of the rehab, real life is not a disappointment. It's actually quite nice. I know, but a lot of alcoholics, especially really wealthy ones, they will not do that. I knew somebody who went to an executive rehab, which costs like $75,000 for two weeks. What is that? Like you shovel papers around? You get around. your own room and you get shiatsu and you get to watch movies. I mean, basically, it's like a vacation, but they don't have to say they slummed it with other people. They yeah. just took like a vacation. I wonder if you were struggling as a divorcee in Orange County and you didn't have the home to turn into a rehab, but you just went on Craigslist and said, like, I'll be a sober companion for you. Just come and live with me. Give me your 20-year-old fucker. Mm -hmm. Like, give me your fucked up Orange County kid. Right. And I'm going to stay at home with him 24-7. I'm going to give him food. He can um, walk around the block with me and my dog. He can go to the ocean. Yeah. I will have a massage therapist come. I think this is well, actually a really smart idea for millennials because they're <laughs> not really motivated anyway. This would be great. They could also multitask and be a social media expert. Of which they all are. And a sober companion. Yeah. And you'd kill it. You'd yes. make so much money. And then you do like Netflix and chill. And the only Netflix shows that you're allowed to watch are famous alcoholic movies. <laughs> like When a Man Loves a Woman... Um, 
what's the one where Denzel drove the plane and turned it? Oh, was drunk. I can't remember. You know that one? Yes. He's the pilot. Yeah. Anything that deals with like hardcore alcoholism, drug use, any Johnny yes. Depp movie, um, you just watch all of those. Mm. Drugstore Cowboy. <laughs> that's Requ- a great idea. Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. So then that's where you feel dirty and gross. Right. It's just, but you're watching them on a big flat screen TV in an air-conditioned home in Orange County drinking like Snapple. But if it gets really bad, you just take them for a drive down to the beach and then you drive them back. So they just get like a little, go up the hill a little bit, just like like a sneak peek at life will finally be better if you, you know, can get your act together. Right. No, mm-hmm. you have all that. Yeah. So instead of getting, renting a room, mm-hmm. you rent the room to a... Uh, an alcoholic that doesn't have a great insurance policy, but enough to pay you. Enough to pay. Yes. yes I agree. So instead of 75000 a month, you're going to make like 8000 a month. That's a great deal. That's a great deal. And you're a stay-at-home mom anyway. Yeah. It's for a stay-at-home mom who's looking to get divorced but keep her home. <laughs> That's precisely. But the, your kids have to s- sleep in a separate wing. Why? Because you think the drug addict's going to be a child molester? Well, there's a possibility. Or they could be giving them money. You know, I'll no, get you, know you an Xbox you need, you if you, you go get me some out. You know vodka. what you need to do? You need to say, as your sober companion, you're going to go to bed every night at 10 and I'm going to lock the door on the outside. Oh, okay. That's reasonable. Um, let's hope there's not a fire. But something like So then they can't get out and go to do drugs. Okay. And you, but you got to have a room with a bathroom in it because I got to be able to the bathroom. Do you feel that a lot of the contestants on some of these shows are secret alcoholics or drug addicts? Like Brett Michaels, that or they're not. Brett Michaels, um, you know. Oh, loved Brett love, Michaels. Let's talk about that one. That, rock of Love. That Rock of Love. Don't you think that was several of them time. were ad- addicts in some way? Yes, those type of girls are. Those are the. Those were you know girls that were at the you know, Hard Rock and the Roxy. They were living hard. They're living hard, and which was interesting because they were all like kind of too young to like his music. Right. But somehow they were introduced to, like, this is the kind of rocker I should like. I agree. And um, I, I like bandanas and cowboy hats. I like those jeans. I like bedazzled crosses from that time. From that from time. From that time. Not it's, now. No. But it was a great time. And remember Daisy? In American history, it was. We talked about it was Daisy. A good time. Daisy got her own spinoff. Daisy was... Yeah, oh, Daisy De La Hoya. She was like a size zero. Yeah. Was she did she marry the, a boxer? No, no, I think that was that, I think that's her stage name. Oh, because I looked her she up on Facebook. With, she never got with. I sent Oscar her a note, Daisy. If you're listening, you know of the note I sent you because I wanted her to come, to come and talk to me about being on the show. But I think that she has another name. I think I it's think, like De La Hoya in parentheses. I think she was probably a size zero. She had the biggest hits. Yeah. And just like one of those type of voices. And then she had Daisy of Love or something. Daisy's, then she got to be like the girl, remember? And then what happened? I don't know. I feel like she's modeling now. I think that's a loose term. See, this is what, this is what your show is going to be about. Because we're going to find out. What happened to these people? Did they marry a rich Mm -hmm. Persian? Right. Did they get knocked up? Mm Mm-hmm. Is she a cocktail waitress in Vegas? Is she living in a van somewhere, you know, across the street from a dump? Did she become a born again Christian? Oh, that's true. And now those big boobs are hidden under like a, a, a black. You know when, mm-hmm. you know when, like, um, 
porn stars become super Christians and then they have to like wear <laughs> clothes to cover up their ridiculous oh. big tits and then they just look kind of fat. Yes, absolutely. Because it's like a billowy blouse. Yes. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's like shelf-like. Yeah. Absolutely. I would like to know what happened to her. What if she named one of her kids Brett after him? Like she reflects back on those days as the best of her life. Well, you know what was so weird is Brett had a girlfriend the whole time. That's true. He that did. That was the mother of his children. Yeah. And I truly believe that that they were not broken up and they were in cahoots because that was a good paying gig that put him back Probably. in the limelight. And then he went and did that concert and hit his head and almost died. Because didn't That's he have right. like... But he was he also have, on The Apprentice at, around that time, wasn't he? Did he have diabetes? He does have diabetes. <laughs> and he went on The Apprentice and I think he won. Because yeah. that was around the time he hit his head. Right. How did that did guy get from... on The Apprentice? Because at the time, that was just, you know, you're just sort of picking people from the zeitgeist or whatever. Yeah. And he was still kind of really fun. And also the demographic of The Apprentice is, I think, a little older. And I think people liked that show because okay. he was like, well, they, they was, was he Guns stri- and Roses? What was he in? He was in Poison. Poison. But that always struck me as a funny show, too, because you could never imagine any of the contestants having any understanding of, like, Microsoft Excel or yeah. PowerPoint, yet they had to have these presentations for these potential clients. I feel like they always had someone help with the computer. They had to have. They, they'll come up with some a of them commercial. can't answer emails, for sure. Are you going to watch that new Apprentice with uh, Arnold? Absolutely. It's the new Donald. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I would totally I do that show. You should do that show. I said I put it out there. Yeah, that we need, is one we need that, to get you on that. I would almost rather do that than Dancing with the Stars because I think Dancing with the Stars is so physically exhausting. I agree. And then you would have to pretend that you were injured to get off the show. Which is what Lisa Vanderpump did. And I would totally do that in a hot second. Although I always think that it would be funny to see you in the um, the videos they do. The video packages. Right. You just struggling to dance and yelling at your kids with bandages all over your feet. Well, I have an idea of what I would do. Okay. Of how to prevent this from happening. All right. One, I would find a very good cobbler to make me my own shoes fit to my fucked up feet. That's smart. Why nobody has ever thought of this before, I don't know. I know. And I've asked some of the professional dancers from the show, why don't people get like shoes made like for their feet so that they yeah. don't get blisters and stuff? Do you remember when Wendy Williams like showed her toe and yes. it looked like it was like should be amputated? Then what I would do is I would tell my partner, I'm giving so much away. People are going to steal this. I know. This. I just feel should like I not? This, maybe this isn't a good idea. Who cares? I'm a Christian. Kendra Wilkinson's going to take this. Is she... Doing it? No, I oh. just have a fear that that might happen. That's a family I think she's show. She's already done it, hasn't she done it? No, Holly did it. Holly did it. But re- by the way, they always you know call themselves right. a, a, I'm not gonna a sh- family show. But I'm then they have Amber sh- Rose coming on. By the way, they have Amber Rose and they have Tara, the little person from Little Person L.A. She's the first little person to be on. She is. Yes. I'm surprised they haven't had that. Well. They do now. Well, who's her dancing partner? One of the shorter dancer guys. But oh, somebody who's a professional dancer. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've, so, yeah, I don't know. This is hard. But I don't apprentice, know what it's always on. like you got to come up with ideas. and stuff. But they also can kind of really ruin your character, too. Like Dancing with the Stars, right. your character can't be destroyed on Dancing with the Stars. It's just that you weren't that good of a dancer. Mm-hmm. But on Apprentice, it's like... They gang up on you. They say you're a diva. They say your idea was bad or you didn't do your research. Or you, you know, you got a little lazy or the biggest thing is 
the thing that would bother me is I don't have enough rich friends to call. That's true. You have to have really wealthy friends and to get money. money. Powerful friends. Yeah. Like okay. I could get a grand here and there for some people, but right. I'd be like, you know, hey, do you remember when um, when Jesse James was on? Jesse Sandra James. Bullock's husband. Yes, I do. And he was like, I don't know, all my friends just work out. They were there in <laughs> Long Beach. Like, I don't, I mean, yeah, my wife's a movie star, but everyone's like, come on, dude. Dumbass. Like, call call your Bullock wife and, and get she some can money. Call, um, George Clooney or yeah. something. And he's like, you know what? I mean, my, my friends are mechanics and stuff. Like, if you don't want me. <laughs> and so he never even called Sandra Bullock once to be like, um, could you toss us a bone? Right. Could you do a signed poster from Hope something. Floats or something? That's so funny. You're right. You're right. And then there, w- I feel like Geraldo was the one that always made them, like he made, probably made the most for his charities because he knows everybody in New York. Yeah, he did well. He did well. So you're right. It's the people that make a lot of, or have friends that may have a lot of money. Well, let's talk about some of your hilarious recaps because I love okay. how you do your recaps on your um, on your site, which is Love and Knuckles. Loveandknuckles.com. So, so what are we talking well, about today? When I watch a show, in my mind, I'm watching it, but I'm thinking I'm, it's playing back to me in my head like a made-for-TV movie. So that's how I think about a recap. Okay, so last I night that. I watched Real Housewives of Orange County, and the whole yes. premise of the episode was Tamara wanted to celebrate her husband's birthday, so they she decided to take everyone to a place called Glamis, California, which I had never heard of. The whole time that she was saying Glamis, I thought she was being funny, like saying glamping is what we call glamorous so camping. Too. So I didn't know that there was an actual city called Glamis. I had to look it up. It said it's like an uh, what did it? It says it's an unincorporated community in Imperial County, California. I don't even know where that is. I live in California. I have no idea where that is. Imperial County is uh, deep in the nine hundred nine. I believe. And it's just like a place covered in sand dunes. And they said they don't even have like a convenience store. You have to go a couple towns over. Okay. Well, they at least they got the production to pay for that fancy. all the fancy yeah, they all got cabins, their own whatever you call it. campers, which campers. I guess is nice. But so uh, Heather or no, he- uh, Shannon and Megan got out of this. Megan got out of it because she's the first person that's ever given birth to a baby. Right. So she had to be back in Dodge with her husband, who is extremely miserable. <laughs> so she said, uh, you know, I hate to tell you this, but I, under doctor's orders, I cannot go clam- cl- uh, to Glamis. And then Shannon seemed like she was somewhat interested. Yeah, that phone call was very suspicious. But then suspicious. when she asked if Kelly was coming and she heard Kelly was coming, she changed her tune. Yeah. Oh, she's you like, know what? I actually just remembered that my doctor said that I have like a lung, like a lung disease. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm like, cancer, like, yeah. I have a hacked lung and I can't come. Right. So she, she Which couldn't come. Which does make sense because she got out of something last year because of the lungs. Where was it? I don't remember. She got out yeah, of I a remember thing because that. of the breathing the, like and having like... um. What is that? Oh, the the face mask. Not face mask, but the when, oxygen mask. No, like when you always take your little sprayer. Oh, an inhaler. Yes. Oh, okay. She got out of something already. So I feel like how many doctors do you think she has? I bet she has a couple in her pocket. She yeah. pull, pulls them out for different excuses. I don't excuses. think that they ask to see a doctor's note. I think they just work it out. No, but she probably, you know, and anything she doesn't want to go to, or, she's like, oh, I, I, I got to talk like, to my Bravo doctor about probably it. probably was like, don't go because then... 
we'll have something that Shannon can do <clears throat> in talking to you about. Maybe. Like without it, Megan is just going to sit there with Jim and she's going to just start bringing out baby clothes and being like, isn't this the cutest thing? Well, I don't know if it's the cutest thing. It's cute. <laughs> I but also, I, she goes to the doctor's office and she has to get her blood drawn. Right. And she is strapped to the table like uh, it, she's about to get some enormous medical procedure done. Yeah, why is she laying she down? She just got to her get a... blood drawn and yeah, she's weeping she... practically and and pulling at his arm and it occurred to me maybe he's not totally miserable in his marriage. Maybe he just finds her incredibly annoying because I would. What's she going to do when she sees an epidural needle? You don't have to see it. But still, there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen in this pregnancy, lady. If you're getting upset about that, well you better like get prepared and then she has the balls to call heather or say to heather and Tamara over the phone i can't come because you know i'm giving birth to the first baby that's ever been born when those two have had four children yes it's like but they really wrong audience wrong audience what is she going to do there if she can't go on the dune buggy well you're on but you're on a show it's not like you you asked me to go i asked reality stars and i said how do you get out of these trips is there something like you can get out of so many and they said, no, that it's kind of like something comes up and, it's some, you know, sometimes they're like, well, I can't go on Friday, but I can go on Saturday. Do you want me to come up Saturday to film this thing? Okay. And sometimes they're like, no, you don't have to. And other times they're like, yeah, that would really help. So there isn't like, so obviously they wouldn't want the liability of her going on the dune buggy. I guess And so. then I think as producers, you're thinking, let's not have her and Shannon go. They can go and at least it'll break up the episode where we're not all at Glamis and they can talk about each other being separated. Possibly. I don't know. She's just, you know, the complaining gets annoying. Yes. And go then on. Um, the other thing I was going to say was that Heather brought her son. Right. Which I thought was strange. I thought it was nice. It's nice, but I don't think a 10 year old wants to hang out with a bunch of He's women. He's 12. I, well, I don't think he would want to hang out with a bunch of he's women, not, would he? No, but he's not. Eddie's there. Spencer was there. Oh, he was. See, they don't show Spencer. No, and, and the uncle was there and the grandpa was there. Okay. So there that makes a little bit more sense. And he wanted to do it. Okay. Like, but he's just, never going to do that they with just the showed it. family. Was so this like was the only way he was going to do it. Older women. I just thought, this poor kid is going to have the worst time ever. Um, I thought it was funny that he thought Vicky was drunk. And I just, oh, and she's running up the hill. She's running up the hill. And I, I just pictured Heather just whispering to him, like, no, she's just nuts. That's why she's running up the hill. Is she always like this? No, she's just crazy. And why wasn't Kelly wearing her well wearing her helmet? So she, Kelly said it was hot and she'd unsnapped it well, like you an don't idiot. Do that. You don't do and that. And so that's why that's why it fell off. Ugh. Okay, so she's lucky she's not. I was horrified because uh, Vicky was airlifted to a hospital. It yes. happened to be forty five minutes away from La Quinta, where Megan was hanging out with her husband. Right. And Heather and Kelly called her and said, you should go to the hospital and just be there for her because she's all alone and she refused to go. You're on television. This does not look good. Just what go. What did she say? Because I missed that she part. She said, no, why don't you guys go? She turned it around. Well, how far away are you guys? Meanwhile, they're nursing injuries and they're like, you know, in shock from a traumatic event. Well, it's three hours from so here. So what happened to Tamara? Did Tamara go to the hospital too? She did. So she airlifted she, too? She wasn't airlifted, but she was taken in a stretcher. And what, in, in and an what ambulance. happened to them? How we don't know yet. They? We don't know yet. Well, we know they're okay. Well, it's pretty bad if you're going to yeah. get airlifted. No, I agree. So you know, I also I feel, would just show I also up. Feel you like should just in, show up. I also feel in those type of circumstances, 
a TV show filming a TV. You don't F around. No. So no. you say, no, we need a helicopter right now. Oh, absolutely. But I think that she should have gone for the sake of the show. She should have gone. She looks like a horrible human being. Yeah, I would have done it. I would have gone. Absolutely. But, you know, she is pregnant. <laughs> I mean, like, this is coming from a woman. I've had four children. And, and by the way, they're all under seven. Like, you're not the first person that ever had a baby. I have zero patience for women who complain all the time. But I never even told my clients while I was working that I was pregnant. When I was uh, my third baby, I was seven months pregnant. And a client called me and said, can you come to L.A. and meet with this other client of mine? And I was having a panic attack, like they're going to find out I'm pregnant. And then he said, well, I just want you to know he's blind. So I had I had lunch with a blind man when I was seven months pregnant. It was the greatest day of my life because no one would know I was pregnant. So I don't understand Megan Edmonds, like the complaining. The did you wear drawn. any makeup to the meeting? No, because he would yeah. he would never. I mean, did you consciously not wear makeup, or did you still just put it on? For I just the put a little, so I wouldn't be like, yeah, I wouldn't be horrifying. You know, it wouldn't be disgusting to look at. You know, yeah. I don't want to do that to other people, but right, it was quite a relief to know that he wouldn't be looking at me and judging me. You're at a place you just discovered, and being an American Express Platinum Card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Almost to Reality Life with Kate Casey. I'm so thrilled to have Ashley from The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise here. And I have to tell you guys, she's got gorgeous skin. Oh, well, thank you. She's very, very pretty in person. And she <laughs> looks just as she does on TV. It's not like she comes in and you're like, oh, who are you? No, she looks exactly as she does. She looks great. So Thanks. first I want to start off. So you're from Virginia. Yes. And you went to school. You got your master's at Syracuse. Yeah. So you were going to pursue a career in entertainment. Broadcasting, yeah. So how did you find about out about The Bachelor? Well, I was a Bachelor fan for, I guess, like three or four years before I applied for it. But it was my last semester at Syracuse, and I had access to all the equipment, you know, all the cameras and the mics and the lights yeah. and all that. So because it had been such a running joke amongst my family and friends that... I should audition. I said, let's audition with the best tape ever, like the most official looking tape. And uh, I did so. And I didn't hear from them for nine months, no. actually. Yeah. And I heard from the casting producers on April Fool's Day, 2014. Oh, wow. April Fool's Day. So when I told all my friends that they wanted me to come and they meet them, you. they didn't believe me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So you didn't even have to go to a casting call. Well, I did end up going to the casting call, but if you send in a tape and they're interested in you from the tape, then you kind of zoom in the front of the line oh, and you okay. get special treatment. I mean, everybody was like, why is this girl like getting ushered everywhere? Okay. Well, you know, I took my four kids to the <laughs> Yes, I call. saw that picture. It was yeah. hysterical. And this was my assessment of it. It okay. was either girls that were like 23 and beautiful and maybe wanted a career in TV. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a 35-year-old woman with like a bad jumpsuit on with hair extensions who was like really trying to hang on to her youth. So when once you got to the casting and then onto the show, were you surprised by the girls they chose or did you think that maybe 
they all kind of seem similar. No, all the girls seem similar. I think that Crystal season was probably the prettiest bunch of girls. But personality-wise, too? There's some element of all of our personalities that really just mesh together, and I can't really pinpoint it, but there's something about, to be corny, say like the Bachelor family, that we all get along, or the majority of us get along so well, and we stay such good friends for so long, that there's just something that we all click over, and I don't really know what it is. Did you know it was going to be him when you were chosen? I didn't sign my papers until I they announced that Chris was The Bachelor. Because I was kind of excited over another guy at home, and I was like, I'm not going to ruin this if it's not, like, somebody that I think is a good deal. Right. Oh, sorry, I got to leave town. I'm going <laughs> to possibly engage to somebody else. So you get, okay, so you get on the show. This is what I need to know. When you sign up for the show, how long do you know you're going to be away for? Uh, they said you have to pack for five days to eight weeks. So if you're, a, like, a single mother and you've got your kids and then you're on the show— they say to you, it could be five days or eight weeks. Yeah. I'm just trying to run that through my head. Like, how would you even arrange for that? That's crazy. Okay, so then you get to the show, and you get out of the limo. Mm -hmm. Do you think anyone gets out of the limo and thinks, eh, he's all right? I'm sure that happens to some girls, and thinking back, I mean, I know that some people have said that from previous seasons. You know, my group of friends from the past couple seasons have been like, oh, I wasn't blown away. Yeah. Um, but I was blown away, actually, by you Chris, really which is, was really crazy because when I, he's definitely not physically my type. Like, I like, like, a dark, more Mediterranean-looking guy. Mm-hmm. And, sh- and he was, like, blonde, all-American-looking. And I, when we pulled up in that limo, I was like, holy moly, that man is handsome. Like, yeah, he was freaking hot. And then you get out, and then you're at this uh, cocktail party. Do you have to buy all those outfits for the show? Yes, you have to buy all your outfits. And do people just spend a crazy amount of money on outfits? I spent a crazy amount of money the first season, and then, of course, with Paradise, because you have the following at that point, there's lots of brands that want to provide you with stuff. So this season, I think it was like 50-50, 50% what I bought, 50% what they gave me. Okay. Um, But my dresses the first season, they were bomb, and yeah. My parents are very generous. That's great. I mean, both well, because I always wonder, like, oh, my God, you have to pack. How many dresses do you have? I brought five gowns that season and then, like, a couple other outfits that could be dressed up for a rose ceremony. And um, But, yeah, you're supposed to bring at least seven. And do you ever look at the other girls, what they wear to the rose ceremony, and think, did you get that at, like, David's Bridal? <laughs> Were you hitting up TJ Maxx? Oh, you know, there's a couple that you're like, that looks like wet seal. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then when you're in these scenarios, do you think to yourself, there's no way he's going to pick her. And then he picks her in a rose ceremony. And you think to yourself, like, okay, I got to get out of here. If he likes that nutbag, (laughs) why am I here? Totally. First off, there's nothing wrong with wet seal. I get plenty of things there. But I don't get my rose ceremony if it's there. Um. Yes, you totally think that. That happened a lot during. That happened a couple with a couple girls during Chris's season. I mean, of course, Kelsey. 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 Yeah. Mentally disturbed. Yeah. So we, you know, like, what is going on? Like, what is going on between the two of them behind our eyes? But then when you watch the show back, do you think uh, that's surprising that he really liked that person? Or is it strange to see relationships unfold? 
Because it didn't seem that way in person. Totally. I think like the perfect example of that is Whitney and Chris, which I didn't totally understand what the connection was there. And even when we were on group dates together, I didn't quite see the their their vibe chemistry their chemistry thank you for the appropriate word and then and then i watched it back i was like oh okay now this makes sense now i feel bad about not thinking that when i was there but then as a viewer some of those girls i just thought i don't see it like caitlin i just did not see how they would yeah i mean that's actually so so weird they like just had a thing like they just had so much fun together Uh they had just they a were just like rapport. growing it out. Yeah, they're growing it out. Yeah. He was like, "This girl is so like dope to hang out with because she's like a guy." You know? Okay, that's not. I good. think <laughs> no, no, I don't know that that's what it's like. But Caitlyn has like a great boyish sort of sense of humor yeah. that guys really appreciate. I think she's the best. I think she was hands down the best bachelorette ever. And I, feel I like love that's Caitlyn. How men were always like with me. Like she's yeah. a good, she's like a, a bro. That's how my sister is too. But like my sister's a bro. Sex with you. Oh so what? I don't know if he wanted to have sex with oh, her. Oh, he did because so she's she was like sexy. a bro who also he wanted to have. sex Yeah, with. she has the perfect balance. Okay, she's the perfect balance. She's mm. sexy. But okay, did you get a chance to see his town? No. Okay, the girls went the week that I was eliminated. When they went, do you yeah. think that they went? Oh my God! There's no way in hell I gotta marry this guy. I'm not gonna live in a shithole town yeah, in the middle course, of a cornfield. Of course, and of course, the girls are saying things like, "Oh, you know, this is so cute, and I could totally see myself there." I'm sure. I'm sure Whitney was actually the only one who said, "Like, I do, I okay, right. okay." If I mean, I really love this guy, so I can do it. I, I just can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, what? There was like one shop, and it was like dilapidated. And everyone looks so sad. Remember they walked up to a guy and asked him, oh, you know, what do you think of this town? Yeah. I think it was Whitney. And he's like, listen, girls, get the hell out of here now. I like, know. Get out while you can. You know, it's funny is like for a joke for my blog, I looked up how far the nearest Sephora was. It was two hours. I believe it. But like, you I think never the, lasted. I think the never. Walmart, though, like if you want like drugstore brand makeup, I think you still had to go at least 40 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. How much makeup are you bringing to these shows? Because it seemed like you had like a caboodle (laughs) filled with makeup. Like, it's funny. So I have like this promotional post that I have to do today. And it's for a makeup, like a makeup organizer. And they're like, she has more makeup to put in those. I'm like, no, this is like my daily makeup. This is like what I had brought to L.A. because I didn't bring my whole trunk. Because I trunk back in Virginia. Okay, so I basically, I lived here for the past year, but then I went home for the summer because I was traveling so much. I was like, I'm not paying rent when I'm somewhere different every other day. And now I moved into my new place about three weeks ago, and I didn't bring my big trunk yet. And that thing is honestly like... Uh, 15 pounds like like, what is in there so here's the thing there's a different makeup a piece of makeup for every look you'd ever want do you know what i mean like every look color i know i I feel like when you speak to me about makeup it's like i'm mandarin chinese (laughs) but i have such respect and admiration because i can barely put on my own eye makeup (laughs) so i think that you're as your older sister friend yeah you're you need to have a career in makeup well, I definitely need to expand my website and my like vlogging about it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you need to do videos yeah. showing I'm just people starting to makeup. do that. Maybe you could hit up the like 
old woman who has a lot of children and has aged progressively <laughs> unit. I've actually done a, I did a funny thing with um, a really funny blogger. She talks about The Bachelor and fashion a lot. Her name is Possession Issa. Oh, I know her. Yeah. 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 So back after Chris's season, she said, do you want to do like a funny Skype session where you teach me how to do makeup like a Kardashian? That's good. So that's what yeah. I did. Yeah. I do feel like you've got like a makeup company-ish thing going on. Well, I definitely think that, hello, anybody out there who thinks that they want to do a waterproof mascara brand with me. Because That's a I great idea. I don't know why anyone hasn't done that. And they or don't I work. don't know why Kleenex or Puffs hasn't decided to work with me either. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> so now you get cast for Bachelor in Paradise. You are told you're going to be gone for how long? Paradise isn't long. I think the max you can be gone is actually four weeks, like. Four weeks. Four weeks. To the day. So. Maybe not even. You, do they, do you Probably. apply to it or do they call you and say you should come on the show? They call you. Okay. Of course. Um, so it's kind of like a last minute thing. No, they start weeding people through the whole, do you want to do this? Do you not want to do this process in like late March? Okay. And we start filming in like the first week of June. Now you're very good friends with Jared, so you already know he was going. Our whole decision process this year was insane so many hours on facetime (laughs) yeah wow yeah so you were going with the hope of meeting someone just in general i just wanted wells to be there yeah i do i get that my concern with wells is he's got angel hair pasta arms like he couldn't really ever (laughs) angel hair pasta is my favorite type of noodle he could never pick you up like he just doesn't actually that's physical physical stamina i but i think he's enjoyable i think he would be so fun to hang out with he's very attractive but the heavy lifting would be an issue i um what if you collapsed in the middle of the night i said can you pick me up and he picked me up a little bit he picked me up like you know four inches off the floor I, that's my issue, I, you know. <laughs> um, and the radio DJ voice might get annoying at night, yeah. possibly. Okay, so you go on the show. Jared's there, but yeah. you already know him. You guys are really good friends. Yeah. Okay, so you go on the show, and then you get upset because he's there, and then possibly with another girl. Correct. Yeah. This is what I think. I think there's other stuff going on that we don't know about Thank because you. it does not make <laughs> sense to me as an a woman who has lived for 10 years longer than you have. There has to be more of a backstory to this. I think that he leads you on. Well, I think it's more of me interpreting signs that he does. <laughs> I like. So he says, how are you doing today? And, he, and you're like, yes, I will marry you. <laughs> I will. I will. No, with no, you. no. It's like he's the sweetest thing ever. Like genuinely just wants to show how much he cares about me. And like when he shows that he cares about me, I like to interpret it as romantic. Does he is he like that with other women? I don't know. He has a lot of girlfriends. He's a lot of gal pals like his roommate yeah. is a girl. Are we sure he's straight? Yes. One thousand percent now. <laughs> okay. Because guys with a lot of girlfriends, are uh, I, they worry me. Because you should have some, but not too many, because then it gets a little too weird. Mm-hmm. So you, in retrospect, you don't think he ever led you on? Because um, he, he's well, a little wishy-washy. I could see, you know, like, oh, well, I don't know. I think that sometimes guys, they like the attention. If they know someone likes them, 
You know, I was yeah. like that if a guy like in high school, I remember Miguel Ramirez, he like <laughs> would spend a lot of time talking to me. I had no interest in ever being with them. We never were going to have a future, but I like the attention. So yeah. do you think that's a little bit of it? I don't really think so. Lots of people have said that, but I don't really think that's what it is, Jared. I think Jared like legitimately like, just like spending time with me the way that I like spending time with him. <laughs> just like hanging out. Yeah. So when you're not on the show, like what are the kinds of things? That you, well, he lives in Rhode Island. Yeah, we see each other more than you'd think being that we're on different coasts. Like, I see him at least once a month. Okay. I don't think, the, I think the longest we've ever gone without seeing each other this whole year was, like, five weeks. And by seeing him, do you mean that you, like, wait outside of his window? No, the whole stalker thing is, like, the silliest thing ever because he talks to me as much as I talk to him, if that makes sense. Like... He texts me and calls me and FaceTimes me just as much as I do the same I feel like what was missing was he needed to explain that more because it looked like you were Looney Tunes and he should have said, you know, she's it's, a really good friend of mine. It, that's totally about, you know, the producers hate when I drop the word editing, but it's just all about the storyline. And yeah. Jared says, like, you know, he talked about how close we were and, like, how mutual, like, the love is. Yeah. 90% of the time and 10% of the time he spent saying things like holy crap she's really being a burden here but he was like I'm always right. I was always talking about our friendship and how close we are and they're just not going to show okay, that so that makes sense and okay. that was frustrating and that was one of the things the producers told me you know the producers were like hey he's not really acknowledging some of the things between the two of you guys so like maybe you should go and talk to him about how that obsessed you but okay, and also, did you know Kayla before the show? Yeah. So were you friends, or just sort of like we, you know, you met at an event, or? Well, I mean, we we hung out. Th- I'm not going to make it seem like we were best friends, but we had hung out three times in the three months leading up to. And you both know Paradise. you were going to be on the show, possibly. No. So she was ve- like she talked. Her, she talked her decision making out to me like oh, she see. was like she told she had a boyfriend for like six weeks and that's a funny story that we told off camera <laughs> off camera off the radio. so but um she was like let you know i said well that now that you guys broke up like that begs the question you could do paradise and she's like i want to but i don't want to like it's just remember well, how it makes before, sense because she's very wishy-washy remember how yeah that part with brett's date and it was very much the same thing. And she kind of went back and forth for about four weeks leading up to Paradise. And I talked to her four days before I left. And she was like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Have fun. Can't wait to hear your stories when you come back. Okay. So you arrive and she's there or? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then does she just act weird all of a sudden? She's a little awkward. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) So the next story, really, what we don't understand as viewers is that you get there and they're hanging out together. But, you know, the backstory of, you know, she was wishy-washy getting onto the show and she just kind of seen somebody. And that was she's maybe not available for you emotionally to get into a relationship. So you're being protective of him. Well, like, I'm being super protective of him, especially as the season goes on. The I told, you know, I don't. I got in trouble for talking a little bit too much a week ago and talking about too much of, like, the story behind the – like, whatever you didn't see on TV. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to be careful with my words. But um, the first couple weeks, like – or well, televised weeks, which are really, like, three days to us. Um, right. I, I was probably jealous, but 
I was vocalizing I was vocalizing my feelings because I was jealous, but I still believed everything I was saying, and I still yeah. still to this day know that it was the truth of what I was saying. But I was like, oh, I can let him figure this out on his own, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then the last week, like the week that I got like, oh my god, you're a horrible person, tweets and stuff. That was just so much different. What you mm-hmm. what happened in real life. I see. Yeah. So do you ever get frustrated as the episodes are going because there's so much that you you almost have to wait for it to play out, too? Yeah. And um, you can't ruin the storyline for people. Like, just hang on. Just wait. You'll see. Or Ugh, this summer, I stressed about it for like six weeks from rap to air about how the storyline was going to be told because I knew that there was different ways it could be told. And I just had an inkling it was going to be told the way it did. Yeah. And... I was just like, ugh, this sucks. This is so frustrating. So I write a weekly recap for Cosmopolitan, and I'm able to kind of, like, tell my side of the story to the best extent I can contractually. Yeah. And that's always a nice little relief at the end of the week. Sure. So the hardcore fans kind of get it. Yeah. Um, the other couples that are there, do, is it like they're making out in front of you constantly? Because it reminded me of college when I was asleep one night and I heard my roommates having sex. Oh, God. And then my roommate said, oh, God, was I loud? And I turned around and said, yeah, you're loud. Like, that's to me what I imagine Bachelor in Paradise. Like, people just having sex around you, Mm -mm. which would be my nightmare. That sounds horrible. And Amanda and Josh always had this rep for, like, making out in public. But I didn't really, I wasn't really around that that much. And, like, they would just be, like, a couple kisses like here and there and as far as the other couples they really just did it in private and then as do, far as do they sex, get their own rooms or is there like a sex room there's there's a couple different closed off rooms and it's really sad because like by the end of both paradises <laughs> i was the only girl left in the girl's room just like here i am my twin bed <laughs> um but um yeah there's three rooms or two rooms three rooms do they? There's really only do people two take private rooms. Of the room, or is like okay, yeah, you guys get it tonight. That's what Nick and Josh got in that fight over oh, having the room one day. Oh my god! And the rooms aren't that private, especially there's one room called the Boom Boom Room. That's the most <laughs> private you're gonna get. Oh, okay. and then in the treehouse, it's just like a double. It's like a loft. Oh, my God. And people do it up there. But I've never heard, never heard or seen God. or anything. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And the moaning, did you? were you privy to that? The moaning was definitely dubbed over 75% of the time. Okay. You know, but then he does moan because he's kind of a character. I love Josh. I was not into them. Yeah. However, because I like I struggle with how can a mom leave her kids that much, but that's because I have four kids under seven and she has little kids. Yeah. I did enjoy Carly and um Carly Evan. and Evan are the best. They're great. Because I feel like he's so weird yeah. and she embraces that. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. And in real life, Evan is a lot cooler, a lot more suave and a lot calmer than you think he is on TV. You just think yeah. he's like this like walking dweeb on TV. Yeah. But in real life, he's just very zen. He chills me out. Okay. And then Lace and Grant, she seems a little unstable. This is, uh, as a viewer, what we see. I think Lace is kind of like me in the way that she's like your typical girl. Like she's a 26-year-old girl. Oh, she's 26. Okay. And she just... She does on camera as any girl would off camera. Oh, okay. And I think sometimes that comes across as like 
psycho or crazy, but then you have to think like, oh, if I was in a fresh relationship with a guy and it was all being broadcasted, like what would I look like? Well, also, it's it, it, they're not there for very long. Yeah. So <laughs> is it really possible that these people can get married? I, I'm hopeful well, for Jaden and Carly. I think, but the other ones I'm not as hopeful for. Okay, well, Evan and Carly are definitely getting married. Okay, <laughs> this is something I can say with certainty. Like yeah. they are kind of soulmates. I think that too. Yeah, and I think it's awesome how we've, we were able to see it evolve. Yeah. Um, if yeah, honestly, I think that Evan and Carly have the greatest chance of survival. Yeah. But like, I think they're all really great couples. And then it all it also disturbed me as a mom how. Uh, Josh has never met her daughter, so they got engaged before he even met. I just I wrap my head around that. It's, I, I just trouble. They just couldn't send the girls to Mexico. Um, they, you know, she would have liked that, but yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. So they're actually so they some of them were maybe together for like two weeks, but they're there together nonstop. Right, you cannot escape. So the that's other the person. thing. It doesn't seem crazy when you get engaged at the end of the Bachelor or the Bachelorette because that was eight weeks. Except for this is, uh, I think like it's a eighteen nineteen days mm-hmm. if you're from there from the beginning to the end, and those people have spent like basically every waking hour together. So you're spending a lot more time together than the Bachelor and the Bachelorette are at the at, with their oh, okay. final girl. Guy. But you're not like paying bills or like meeting the other person's awful in-laws yeah. or figuring out how to get like the water heater fixed. Totally. So that's going to be a whole new thing when they yeah. get back to real life. Yeah. And um, or are you going to be open to any other shows? Not Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise or any sort like what, of reality yeah, like what that. What other show could you see yourself on? The, I said the only thing I'm going to do reality wise is if I'm hosting yeah. it or if I am it's my own reality show. Right? Yeah. I do think you'd be fantastic on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> so if you want to get a job waiting tables, uh, America would thank you. Oh, well, that's funny. So I would consider that. Okay, I don't watch the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's one you got to watch. Okay. I can give you a list of the ones that you got to watch. Okay. So I would like to see you on that. Okay. I think you need to start your own makeup company. Yeah. I like your choice in swimwear. Thank you. I applaud you because Thanks. some of the outfits are disastrous. Mm-hmm. So keep on with that. Okay. Should I and give what, a, should I give a plug to those companies? Yes. Okay. Beach Bunny Swimwear. Oh, I know that place. Becca yeah. Becca Swim and Vic Swim. Those okay. are my three main companies that provide me with the. Who suits. made the one that was like high cut? I like or that the, is that. some days loving. I like that one. Yeah, I loved that one. That was it's probably my very favorite bathing suit of all time. And then who else gave you clothes for Bachelor in Paradise? Um, I got two good outfits from Vix, and then then um, House of CB has been amazing to me for like all of the seasons. Yeah, they have like just boomed over the past year. The Kardashians, the GAD, they all wear it. Okay, and they have a new store uh, on Melrose now. Have you ever met Kim Kardashian? I met her in 2010, so like kind okay. of at the beginning of like the catapult. And I feel like you're destined to meet each other. It was just a picture. Yeah. You're going to meet. (laughs) Again, we'll we'll have to be friends one day. (laughs) And then I want you to tell everybody about what you're doing now, where they can find you, and what you have going on. Okay. Well, right now, 
Um, I have some exciting stuff going on, but I'm concentrated on getting my website and my YouTube channel up and like getting at least two videos up a, a week. And it's not just going to be beauty and fashion vlogging or vlogging. It's also going to be I have this thing that I'm trying to start. It's called an emotional revolution. And okay. I'm doing it with my sister and one of our good friends. And it's kind of like trying to stop emotion shaming because we live in this world where people think you're strong if you just act like you don't care and you're like too cool for anyone to affect you. Or, Especially if you're Irish or English. They tell you don't like stifle your feelings. Exactly. Like yeah. that Anglo-Saxon sort of yeah. mentality. Like I, my parents. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my mom's parents. Mm-hmm. Very, they never showed love never, or emotion. Never. So we're trying to make it so that like if you – Like, why do guys say you're dating a guy for like six weeks and you're like, hey, like, where is this going? I like you. And then he's like, whoa, clingy. Like, Mm -hmm. that's wrong. So we're just trying to make it seem like we just want people to be able to express themselves more freely and for people not to be judgy about it. Having like the ability to express yourself and not feel embarrassed about it. Yeah. And uh, some of the... um, the videos on my YouTube right now, which is by Ashley I, that's the website and my YouTube channel, um, are about the beginning of the emotional revolution. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And your sister's helping you with it. Yeah. And you guys are very close. Yes. And you're close to your parents. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming. Well, thanks for having me, Kate. This is so fun. Is is Casey your married last name? No. I kept my maiden name. Oh, well, it's yeah, like married, really cute. I married a Portuguese guy. No one can pronounce his last name. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be great if my kids were related to him? (laughs) My husband's Portuguese and no one can pronounce his name. It looks like Rodriguez, but it's got an S on the end, so it's pronounced Rodrigues. So I kept my maiden name because I worked in PR for years, too. So I just didn't want to change it. Sounds really cute. You know what's weird? I get calls all the time from people looking for the Kate Spade store, which is I don't know how that happens. (laughs) What? It's bizarre, right? That is so weird. They call me. Do you have the like the you know, the tote bag in. Strange, right? Very weird. But then if somebody says Casey for yeah. my first name, yeah. I consider stabbing them because it bo- yeah. it really bothers yeah. me. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do with two first names for a name? I love that, though. Thank you. I like two first names. Well, I'm going to keep uh, writing about all these shows. So well, thank I hope you. I'm going to keep read reading them. them. You're hysterical. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you. All right. All right bye. I know everybody right now is on a health kick, and that's why I want to tell you about Roe Body Program. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. It could be you too. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. And you can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. And this means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.com slash KKC. Sign up today and you're going to pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash KKC. So 
Every episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey is going to have three segments. The recaps, and then I'm going to have a section called Boyfriends and Husbands, and then Where Are They Now? And this section I think is great because I find that a lot of straight men watch reality shows. I'll get stopped a lot, and it's actually the husband that wants to come on on a show. So today's guest is my friend Steve Stoff. Yeah, you should know that by now. Jesus. No, can I say your last name? Oh, yeah, okay. sure. Right. What is it like? A, like something you don't want to be known about, like a dominatrix. You know, like, oh God, like he's a client like of mine yeah. in the uh, in the submissive world. And like, you don't yeah. I don't need full anonymity here. Yeah. Like... So Steve and Steve's wife Carlene is a close friend of mine. Okay. She and I. She was there when my last child was born. Nice. However, I sometimes find him to be a greater delight because he watches a lot of shows with her, and I, and she often tapes him while he's watching and I've actually sent you some of them. Hilarious. Hilarious. Now, some of the ones that I saw, now do you know that she's taping you? Sometimes. And, okay. What, what will usually happen is I'll be going off on a rant and I'll look over and see that she's <laughs> taping me and mid-video I'll kind of be aware of it, but by then it's too late. I'm already down that road. And like weeping with body shakes. And by the way, not only is he, look how handsome he is, yes. he has two sons and his wife's pregnant with twins. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did you get the twins? Um, the same way as the other, with just Just full sperm. <laughs> yeah. just, and, like, are they identical or did your sperm split? No, they're fraternal. We're having one boy, one girl. Oh, my God. Who has the twins in the family? Neither of us. Isn't that crazy? She has, like, one set of cousins that has them or something. Fun, right? And they're thinking, they're trying to think of baby names. So if anybody has any suggestions. No, I don't need unsolicited kid suggestions. <laughs> get to the juicy. Let's okay. get to the get to the stuff. Okay, so I hopefully want... the twins will not uh, take away from your reality show viewing time. No, I should just get more bitter and angry. So it ought to be a good thing. Yes, and by the way, you both went to USC, so which I, I love. I love that Steve's perspective is is like also like a frat guy perspective. Oh, and also when she sent me the video, I did guess. You did. Oh, you did. You, I, I think I gave a top two, and I was right about one. So now yeah. I don't remember what the right answer was, but I'm going to guess: Beta or Sigma Chi? Neither. Sae. Sae. Okay, there. The top three. I got yeah. it. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. What other uh, shows do you like to watch? Are you into The Housewives? Well, I see. Okay, I'm not necessarily into any of these shows. I would not watch any of them. However. Right. That's the time uh-huh. I get to sit with my wife at night. Uh-huh. So I'm going to watch this stuff. When are you going to be honest with yourself? No, I'm totally honest. How many times has she left town and you still watched zero. it? Zero. Absolutely zero. We mm-hmm. can talk about things that I do like uh, that are chick TV. And in fact, we watched one last night and that's a good Lifetime movie. I see. I told you. Okay. Was it the Doctor Stalker Returns? Uh, yes. I, we just talked about that on my podcast with Sarah Colonna. I, I am of the opinion that Eric Roberts should have a 24-hour-a-day channel on TV where just nothing but Eric Roberts movies. <laughs> He's done enough of them over the years. I mean, we're talking about yeah. Stalked by my, my Doctor 2, which they left open for a third, by the way. Right, If, I, if you I watch know. the whole movie. Yeah. So there could be a third in that installment, <laughs> and that's just one of the many franchises that Eric Roberts Can I has ask you in. in this movie... Don't you think it's interesting that the mother was going to marry this doctor and they never even had like made out or had sex? Well, I think he gave her like a couple of sympathy kisses, but you know. But she's going to marry him? He's an honorable man. Let me ask you this. He wasn't going to. I got very uh, excited watching the part where 
he starts to kiss the 18-year-old daughter and she gets into yeah. it. And there was this little part of me that's like, I think it's his fantasy, but I'm hoping it's Eric real. Eric kiss an 18-year-old? That's the whole I thing. He's like hot se- for the 18-year-old. I think I'm she jump was maybe 18. Well, she's a like senior 17. in high school. Oh, my school. God. Yeah. But didn't you think that was kind of hot? Yeah. I what? Wanted, I, yes. I wanted that to be real. Me, me too. Yeah. Me too. What does that say about me? I don't know. It's, I don't know. I kind of found Eric Roberts like grossly hot in this thing. How old is he now? He's got to like be 65. 65. No, he's older than 50. He, if he's 55, Okay, like well, shit. Julia's his sister. But that's her and older And she's brother. like 48. Okay, maybe. At the oldest, he's like 58. He can't be more than 10 years older than her. I think he might. We got to look into this. Yeah. Oh my God. There's so much good Eric Roberts work that's been done over the years. What I, what I wanted to do last night, and I just forgot, was compare his IMDb credits to his sister's. I think Julia's oh. been in like, what, 10 movies in total? I don't know. Maybe no, it's she's more. she's been in a lot. I guarantee he's just you. done a lot more he's, TV. He, he's done more work. He is a journeyman that doesn't. Now, did you ever see him when he was on the rehab show with Dr. Drew and he was addicted to pot? That's not an addiction. Well, that's what he was in for. Okay, well, he just wanted. He more was publicity. smoking pot every single day. Okay, and it was affecting his relationship. Well. Hmm. You know, it wasn't affecting the quality of his work, I'll tell you that. He was He's still, still churning it. out. He's still nailing it. You know, Oscar-worthy performances, or at least wow. Emmy-worthy. Well, are you upset that he hasn't been nominated for an Emmy? Yeah. I. You know, he may get one of those coveted Lifetime Achievement Awards by, obviously, by not one of the major academies. No, it would no. have to be, by, yeah, by, yeah, it would have have to be a Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. by Lifetime, lifetime. Movie Channel. I, I can think of award. no more deserving candidate to if, be honest yeah. I don't know if he has a star on the rock walk of fame it's if he doesn't and he started to do a GoFundMe would you contribute I would be in for at least a hundred dollars on that because <laughs> <laughs> you know in you fact, need 30 I might grand even, I might even pioneer that that's, I think that's, that's a, a great yeah. idea you know that's, it all started here that's noble that's yeah. that's you know. noble okay work. so if your wife was on a girls weekend she took all the babies with her, and none of your friends are available. And there is a game on. DVR is broken. There's a game on, and there's a new Eric Roberts movie called... Um, and she lied. Not Without My Stepdaughter. Not, okay. Where he's clearly going to try to fuck his stepdaughter. Yeah. What do you do? I, uh, well, who's the game, first of all? I mean, are we talking an SC game or are we talking like Cal versus Hawaii? We're ca- we're talking SC, but we're having a horrible season. I'd still watch an SC game. Okay, forget it. Any- it's not an SC game. Okay. It's not. I would probably watch, even though, it, and, and by the way, this, this is assuming Carlene would be okay with me watching an Eric Roberts movie without her. She'd be really pissed if like she how didn't get pissed? to watch. Like really pissed. Like, you did that without me? That's not cool. We do those things together. Oh. So, Has she ever hit you? Uh, well, yeah, all the time. <laughs> that doesn't, you know, usually I deserve every one of them. Uh, in fact, this is a cover for for that. Um, okay. But I would I would have to give it serious consideration. Uh, Eric Roberts' movie over a Cal vs. Hawaii game, something of that. Okay, I have, a, I have another one. Okay. You're in prison for a crime you didn't commit. Um. <laughs> But it's just you're just gonna be in prison for a week, and it's like not a bad prison. So they say you can watch either. It's like a Teresa Judice. Yeah, of prison. either um, 
all the Lifetime movies you want. Ooh. Or just, um, just, just The Bachelor, but only um, seasons that you didn't care for. Lifetime. 100%. Even though you might know so much of the plots already? It does, that's the fun of Lifetime movies, is figuring out how they're going to pan even if, out. But even if you've already seen it, you don't care. Th- then you look for amazing performances, and you, look, <laughs> and you look for houses that you recognize that have been in oh, multiple Lifetime movies. Good, yeah. Oh, you know what? My husband yeah. and I used to do that with porns. We would watch soft <laughs> porn, and then we would start to get in arguments about if what neighbor, because we're from the valley, and we'd start to say, oh, okay. you could, yeah. we'd like freeze it, like a Cinemax, and right. I'd be like, no, that is not in Northridge. That is a cul-de-sac. Right. You know, in Tarzan. He's mm-hmm. like, no, I know exactly where that, and we'd argue about that. So that's fun for you to do. It's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's trying to figure out. So you can out. recognize a house and go, this was also in Backstabber or whatever. Yeah, there was one that we were just watching that was that same way. It's a very uh, recognizable house, and it's, it was starring <laughs> Vivica Fox. The yeah. Black Swimmer. And yes. Yes. This is what you told me about. Yeah. You guys were obsessed with that movie. Wait, no. Shit is. No, no, no. That wasn't Vivica Fox. That was a different movie. It's Vivica. No, it's, all, it's Vivica A. Fox. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, expedient here with things. Uh, so Vivica Fox, and she's married to like this weird South African or Australian guy or New Zealand. There's some terrible accent and bad fitting shirts. And they live up in this house on this hill and it was so recognizable from a previous Lifetime movie where this woman and, like, her niece lived and they brought on, a, a you know, the sexy renter and he's renting the unit upstairs. But it turns out that he's, you know, trying to steal someone's money and ends up being a serial killer. Oh, terrific. Exact same house. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So. Wait, I have a question. Proven yourself. Let's go back to cast members of The Bachelor. What is your opinion of Chad? He's a complete raging D-bag, and I thought he was entertaining for the first five seconds and then recognized that the guy has absolutely zero social awareness and is incredibly thin-skinned, and uh, it would be a lot of fun to wind him up and let him wreck himself in mm-hmm. any setting I'd ever find myself in with him. It would, think, take, it would take me think two seconds on, to get the guy wound up. Yeah. Do you think he's on steroids? He's not that big. Oh. Um. It, he he should be bigger if he were really pumping roids. I'm not. I wouldn't say that he hasn't done them in the past, and he's not like a workout fiend. But he's not big enough. I think I bet okay. you that guy only weighs about 180 pounds. I probably yeah. I think he did say that actually. Did you know that he was like a marine? Did you know that he was a marine too? Uh-huh. Yet they never call him a marine. It it's weird how they just give him their labels, mm-hmm. and you can't be anything else but. Like the guy was just the former swimmer, mm-hmm. and well, the, the other marine was on as as a former child. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is his name or is his uh, his occupation. Oh, he was the little guy. Yeah, he was adorable, but he was so little. Like I think he was. I don't even know that he was five five. I don't think he was. I don't think there's. It, I don't know if there's a height requirement a little, to be in the Marines. He, I know there is to be a firefighter. He seemed but, a little bit smaller than. Her. her and she was like five four, I think. And she she goes, Oh, look at you and your little whatever gauchos. 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 Your chaps. 
Now I feel bad for guys like that. Otherwise, like a totally good guy, you know, solid citizen. Mm-hmm. But sorry, you just it's not you gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, and mm-hmm. they really don't make six inch shoe lifts for men. No, Tom just, Cruise will you're say done. it. Yeah, it's terrible. So well, hopefully you. he finds a, a happy little person that, you know, completes Make him. Make him but, happy. You know, they feel for that cute. too. Well, his brother found somebody. His identical twin brother found someone. And she I, looked cute. She was cute. They probably live in a military town and he probably met a girl They there. do. They live in um, Ocean. Oceanside. Yeah. Well, if okay. you're little, I would definitely go start hanging out in Oceanside or Instagramming them or something. I know. Like a girl who's like a solid like five one and under. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Maybe it's just like she was a former gymnast or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good match. Yeah. They can have, they can live in like a 1,500 square foot home. They can live in those tiny homes that everybody's so so popular now. And it'll feel huge to them. Mm -hmm. They could like live in here and Mm -hmm. it'd be incredibly comfortable for them. Mm -hmm. He wore very tight suits too. He did. But I feel like if you're on these shows, you have to wear tight shirts. Yeah. Yeah. You have to you, you have to eat no carbs f- and drink no beer for yeah. probably two months beforehand. Mm-hmm. Just do straight cardio, right. and then you come in and then bloat yourself for the next however long you're on the show on booze and on booze. chips and guacamole. But do you think those guys are drinking like low cal drink low calorie drinks? They're starving themselves. It uh, totally dependent on the guy. I would oh. be in there going for the top shelf stuff that they'd serve me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even worry about it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm not going for the Michelob Ultras. No. If no. they've got good IPAs, if they're going right. to pour me some nice bourbon. But I bet there are a bunch of guys that order like a vodka soda. Yeah. And just eat like meat. But the process is going to weed those guys out because ultimately mm-hmm. they're douchebags. Right. But then and again, she always picks a douchebag at always, the end anyway. Always, always. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming You're in. You're welcome. It's been an absolute blast. Yeah, I was happy to be the uh, the first guest. I know. That, that's so quite fun. an honor. All right. Do you have any other male friends that are as into reality shows as you are? Probably. Not like we sit around and talk about it. Well, why don't They're you? Maybe closet. now you should start. <laughs> well, you know. Because she needs people on every week. <laughs> I'll, I'll recruit. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Thank you so much for listening to Reality Life with Kate Casey. Please go to iTunes and subscribe. Make sure you leave a five-star review. You can find me at www.loveandknuckles.com. I'm on Twitter at Kate Casey, Instagram at Kate Casey CA, and Snapchat, Love and Knuckles. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, 
You're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura. No murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, we promise to keep you safe. I killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pura. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.